Welcome to the Not So Average Podcast. My name is Courtney and I built this podcast to deconstruct traditional advice and the idea of living an average life to inspire you to step into your power and be the creator of your own life. If you're also viewing living an average life as very boring and you're looking to upgrade your mind, body, and soul, then you're in the right place. I'm so glad to have you here. Subscribe to hear new episodes every Wednesday on all streaming platforms and let's jump into the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. I'm so excited to be bringing you this episode. I feel so inspired to chat about routines today, as I'm sure you see by the title. And I feel the spring energy. I really do. I think I say this every week, but I swear there is something in the energy where everyone's in this like internal transformation time. I don't know what it is. I'm sure there's a lot of people in the spirituality community and like the astrology community that could explain what this what this time is for us as a collective. But everyone I've spoken to in the last I would say like since the start of the year, the last six to eight weeks, right, there's been something that has been brewing that has started to kind of trigger a lot of us into more healing. I've been having this conversation with so many people and they're feeling like they're really stepping into such a different time in their life. And it's not only, you know, the life changes that can arise, you know, for me, it was moving and taking my career in a different direction and also becoming sober in the last nine months. Like all of these big things have happened recently that has put me definitely on a different path in the best way possible. So life changes, sure. Friends are pregnant, friends are getting engaged, new relationships, new careers, things like that, sure. But the other thing is the like internal deep sense of change. And what I mean by this is I have had so many conversations of people feeling like, and the theme is, they thought they were healed and now all of these things are kind of being unraveled and they're having to do further work on themselves, but they're realizing it's like setting them up for the next level. And I've had this conversation with so many people and I feel that, I feel that so, so deeply. And so I wanted to talk about something that's so crucial to our level up process, And I heard a quote that really inspired today's episode. Um, There was an episode with Jay Shetty and Ed Milet, which was so good. Those two are powerhouses solo. So add them together. And it was such an enjoyable episode to listen to. But Ed Milet said, every level you climb requires a different type of energy and structure. And then he goes on to say that prepare and expect that growth and create the structures around you so that it continues to flow. Because what a lot of people do is they will start to cool themselves down when their routines and the success that they're having in some sort of life, they start to cool themselves off and kind of like not allow that momentum to continue. And so I want to talk all about this because I feel like the way we set up our days and how we spend our time and energy is so conducive to how we not only live our lives, but the level of growth that we're propelled into. And so if we are struggling with those routines and structures, then we could be also stagnating our own growth and potential. And I feel that with the internal transformation that I feel the energy of, of everyone, including myself, we're all needing to now look for different ways to set ourselves up to really be 
pivotal to our growth. And I have a lot to say about routines because I've talked a lot about discipline in the last few weeks and getting in your own way and self-sabotage. And routines are huge because the way that you set up your morning impacts how you set up your day and how you spend your week and how you spend your month and how you spend your years and that makes up your lifetime. And it feels dramatic maybe when we put it in that sense, but it is so true. And if you are in your mid to late 20s, maybe 30s, maybe a little bit older, and you're noticing how quickly time speeds up as you get older, things just fly by. And if you don't take a quick audit of how you're spending that time and is it helping you or hurting you, then it can start to really get confusing in where to go. And I'm in a place right now where I'm really, really identifying what is serving me and what is not. And being able to be in a new space, like physically, because I just moved, that has helped me identify the routines and patterns that I have in the way that I was spending my time and energy. Because previously I was living with a roommate who had a dog and a lot of living with somebody else is having to obviously accommodate their schedules and things like that, right? So to be able to be in my own space now has allowed me to have such a different opportunity in the way that I live my life, but I'm not used to it. I'm totally out of whack and routine and obviously getting used to a new space and getting used to a new neighborhood and just a new routine in total can totally throw you off and feel like you don't remember where your baseline is. But also, when you think of the ways that you're continuing to grow, sometimes your routine has to shift, and not even sometimes, it has to shift when you're going through different levels because you are going to require different things at different times in your life. And so sometimes I talk about the things that I love to do in the morning. And I feel like previously my morning routines were maybe like two hours long. They required a long time. And I'm thinking right now I need to more get at it a lot sooner in the day. I'm noticing that my clarity and my creativity is so much better in the mornings that when I wait too long in the middle of the day and I'm talking for a living and I'm teaching fitness classes and I'm teaching breathwork classes and I'm doing coaching, I'm outputting so much that my creativity and clarity starts to dwindle throughout the afternoon and into the evening. And it doesn't mean that I can't perform in those capacities, but I can't do the additional stuff. And so now I'm starting to switch the way that I live my life and the way that I run my weeks and days because I'm realizing what's not working. And I'm in the process of actually shifting my morning and nighttime routines because I'm noticing that I got down a path of, you know, being on my phone way too late and way too early. Scrolling with the first time I, when I first opened my eyes, I grabbed my phone, turn off my phone alarm and start fucking scrolling and seeing how everyone else is living their lives. And I finally had this moment of like, what the fuck are you doing, Courtney? This is so stupid because you're out here watching other people live their lives and not living your own. And I'm sure we can all relate to that. And I am not perfect by any means. And I have to get real and honest with myself to be able to share this stuff and so that you're able to maybe get inspired to do the same so that you can then create momentum for your own life and get you where you want to go. So sometimes I hear people in the self-development and spiritual community talking about rituals versus routines. 
I don't really care about the nuances of the terms. I mean, I prefer aligned over discipline, so I get it. I just like to call it routine, but if it's rituals for you as well, whatever. I mean, whatever you resonate with most. But I think really some core pillars is to already sort out how you're currently spending your time and how you're feeling. So I'm noticing that I haven't been waking up with as much energy or clarity and that I sink into anxiety a little bit quicker than I normally do. And so being able to identify some habits that I've been practicing or whatever, falling into that isn't conducive to managing and being proactive about anxiety. I'm like, okay, definitely scrolling on my phone way too late, scrolling on my phone way too early, being super reactive, not taking care of myself in the morning, not managing my thoughts and being really clear on how I want to feel that day. So those things I know I need to shift. So first step is to take that audit of like, okay, What do you find yourself that you're doing out of habit and not intention? And are these serving you? I'm telling you, this is going to be huge to be able to really get honest with yourself and go, am I doing this just because I'm in the habit of it? Or is this something that I really love to do and it's intentional? So maybe you're going into the office and every single day you sleep through your alarm and miss your workout, even though you keep telling yourself you're going to be a morning person who works out in the morning but you never make it, that's fine. Maybe that's just not aligned for you too. Like maybe you don't need to work out in the morning. Maybe it's something that's better for you in the evening as long as you do it, right? But figure out what works for you. And before I continue to move on, I just have to say that watching what everyone else does and their routines, it can be helpful for inspiration. But if you're attaching yourself to an influencer or celebrity or whoever that you're listening to, and going, okay, well, they do this, so I'm going to do this. There are elements of that that I agree to in the sense that if you want what they have, do what they do. I do believe that statement to be true in the sense that if you want what someone has, you have to be essentially willing to take on the responsibility of those things and all that comes with it, pros and cons. So for example, Gabby Bernstein is who I heard say that in a live event. And so if I wanted to be Gabby Bernstein, I could look at her and go, okay, how does she spend her time? How hard does she work? What does she say yes to? What does she say no to? And really evaluate all the pros and cons of like someone who has that life and that lifestyle. No one's going to be perfect and everyone's going to have things that they don't want to do, but we really get to decide what kind of pain we choose or what kind of shit we say yes to for so so to speak right so if you let's say wanted this dream job there are still going to be things inside that dream job that you don't like doing but it comes with the job and it's really just choosing what you what kind of problems you want to have and so figuring out how you're currently spending your days out of a habit and non-intention and whether they're serving you or not is going to be crucial to audit what it looks like right now, and maybe even like, where did this come from? Like, did you start doing a four-hour routine because you were told that you had to? Did you get inspired by somebody? And just taking a quick peek at who's influencing those decisions, I think can be really insightful and it doesn't make it anything shameful or wrong. I take a lot of inspiration from people who I look up to. I absolutely love Lauren Everett's Bostic. I'm going to Dear Media IRL number two this year, guys. I went to Austin last year and met her. I'm going again this year. I'm so fucking excited. That's just a little side note. Um, But 
I also really love like Gabby Bernstein. I love Melissa Wood Tepperberg. Those are probably like my three top influences, I would say, in the online world. And they're huge for me, especially being all three women. They're also men that I really look up to. I think I mentioned Ed Milet and Jay Shetty um, at the top of this, as well as Alex Hermosi and Andrew Huberman, obviously. But I feel like I don't necessarily aspire for Dr. Andrew Huberman's life. It's more of I take what he teaches and apply it more from like a health perspective. And I look at him as a real source of knowledge rather than a source of inspiration. All of these things are important to just kind of look at for ourselves, right? Of like where we're gaining this. And it doesn't need to be any source of negativity. It's really just identifying, huh, like I didn't even realize I was being so inspired by this person. And it's just getting intentional, right? It's getting intentional with yourself. And so being able to be intentional then combats that autopilot. And what it's like to live on autopilot is basically living the same day every day and not being super present with your moments. So it can feel like when you're driving home and you drove home from work and you took the same route that you always take and you blink in your home and you almost don't remember how you got there in the sense that you weren't present if there were stoplights, if there were pedestrians, like you just suddenly got home and you're like, whoa, I don't even remember actually driving. That can feel like autopilot, right? And so where do you find yourself living in autopilot? Is it in work? Is it in relationships? Is it in yourself? And being able to combat that autopilot state is going to be through being intentional with how you live your life and what you're wanting to accomplish. And so asking yourself what it would feel like to live more intentionally. Would you do more of something specific? What habits do you want to develop and what kind of autopilot routines are you starting to release now? And I think this can be sometimes overwhelming for people when you are looking at this because it can feel like a lot. I find with creating new habits and creating new routines, one of the key takeaways is to not necessarily remove or add all types of things all at once, it's starting to shift and replace. So for example, instead of touching my phone and scrolling, maybe I'll replace that with touching my phone and putting out a meditation, right? So like the act is still there, but you do something different. Or maybe that's too a little close to home because you could end up scrolling. So maybe instead of like the minute you grab your phone to turn off your alarm, you actually hop right out of bed. Or maybe you move your phone from your bedroom. I'm actually doing that right now. I used to do this when I lived in Vancouver. I lived alone and I had my phone in my kitchen. So I would like physically not have it in my bedroom. And then when I would wake up in the morning, I would physically have to get out of bed to turn off the alarm. I have a an alarm clock that wakes you up. It's not a hatch, but it's the similar idea of it has like the sunlight and the little birds chirping and very peaceful. But I'm someone who needs multiple alarms. It's really a struggle to like fully get me out of bed. And probably part of that is having my phone beside my bed and being able to just hit snooze on the alarm where if I have to physically get up, I'm so much more likely to stay up. But I am moving that because I'm like, you know what? This is not working. Like I didn't think that I would fall into these patterns of scrolling so much, but here we are. So nope, we're moving the fucking enemy out of the bedroom and I can't wait because I'm gonna start that tonight actually I've been meaning to see you mean to but you just don't do it because of autopilot so 
None of us are perfect at this. We just got to get real with ourselves and the kind of person we want to be. And all of this comes from like connecting with who you think your future self is and how they act, right? If you're really being able to get grounded and go like, what would the most aligned, successful future version of myself, like how does she spend her time and energy? Holy shit, the answers that will come out of you that you don't even know, like get a pen and paper, girl, you'll have all the answers in front of you. And funny note, I have this little calendar that my mom bought me for Christmas and it's like a little seize the day calendar and you rip off a page every day for the date and it has a little quote. It's amazing for the person I am. And the one that I just did it, I just took a break to take a sip of water and I was like, oh, it says the wrong day. So I ripped off the piece of piece of paper and this one says the only person you are destined to become is the person you decide to be. Love that. That feels very aligned for today's episode. And that's the thing, right? If you decide that you want to be somebody who, you know, really takes care of their health and wellness, the habits that you are creating in your life is going to be casting a vote for that type of person. You don't look at someone who is fit and they are fit because they go to the gym, they actually identify someone who is fit and that is why they go to the gym. The identity has to come first and then the habits and actions follow. So I would really look at all the things I just mentioned, start to journal on, you know, the habits and intentions, where things are serving you, where do you find yourself living in autopilot? What would it feel like to be more intentional and live more intentionally? What would you do more of? What would you let go of? And what are you releasing? And then being able to kind of create a couple different categories. So mind, body, and soul are the three categories I like to hit in the mornings. And I'm now working on like shortening my morning routine so that it's just like up and fucking at it. I don't have the space or time to do a two hour morning routine. It's just not my journey right now. Okay. Like gotta go. One thing I should also mention in all of this is that I got off birth control in November and it's been a fucking shit show trying to regulate my hormones. I also struggle with endometriosis. So to sort out all the period and hormone stuff has been kind of a nightmare and to feel different in my body and how it messes up my mind. Like women know who are listening, y'all can feel crazy, right? If you're not taking care of your mind and body especially during your cycle. And I'm currently navigating that. Don't worry. I will share later on of what's helped and all of that. And I know it's not forever, but getting through it has been a journey. And so being able to set myself up for success proactively is something that's so important to me right now because there are just more times that I feel more reactive and I almost feel kind of at war with my mind and my body right now, especially, you know, last week I had an irregular period and it could be common, you know, after you've gotten off birth control and it's only been like a couple months. So it's really fresh and I'm so all over the place. And literally there were days that I sent myself into such a mental spiral. I convinced myself of an entire different situation with like a conflict with somebody and I just was going crazy and then my period started to pass and then I started to come back to normal and you almost gaslight yourself to think that you are fine but then like in those moments you couldn't see it out and that can mess with you so much so it's really really important to me now to create 
systems and structures in my life to feel really good each day because I simply don't want to be someone who's inconsistent. And another thing I heard on a podcast that was in relation to a man talking about his sobriety, but I think it rings true. And he talked about how this is so important for even young children. He said that structure creates consistency, which creates safety. And so when you have structure in your day to day, you're able to literally feel safe from your nervous system and your mind, right? And so to create the structures that not only set you up for success, but have that safety, you're so much more likely to be in a thriving position to be able to succeed in whatever it is that you're trying to do, rather than always feel dysregulated and out of safety and not being consistent. You can feel like you're almost trying to fight against, you know, like swim against the wave rather than riding the wave. And I personally want to build momentum in my life. And so this has been really crucial in order to start to do that and start to build out the systems and routines that are literally making success inevitable. So by making a list of things that you could do that would fill your cups, so to speak, of your mind, body, and soul, I'll list off a couple examples that could be really helpful to give you some direction of things that have helped me. So mind could be journaling, it could be meditation, breath work, it could be affirmations. I love the Superhuman app. It's more, I think they've pivoted from using the term meditations because it's definitely not that. I think they use activations or visualizations now as their kind of words that they use to describe what they do. But Mimi Bouchard created it. It's a really cool app. I've had it for years. Um, It's not sponsored. I just love the app. She basically walks you through like these visualizing your highest self and affirmations and puts your mind on the right path rather than trying to create stillness and just sit still. You can do this while you're, there's like walking meditations or not meditations, but you know what I mean? Walking activations, Uh, getting ready, doing your skincare in the morning, cleaning, grocery shopping, all kinds of different ones. So I do like those and I was in a really good habit of doing them every single day. And then I started to get into different types of meditations and breath work and I feel like I fell off of it. But I I actually want to like resort back into putting that in my routine every day because even just like a three minute one to kind of really set the tone of your day and how you think about yourself I think is so powerful, especially those first 20 minutes of your day. Your brain is so it's like a sponge soaking everything up. And so to be able to maximize and optimize those first 20 minutes and the way that you speak to yourself and the way that you think about your life is so crucial. So I really love that. I obviously love breathwork and meditation, different types. If you're new to that stuff, I would do something that's guided, find a a voice or a YouTube video that you really can like and stand, start small, work your way up. It's going to be so greatly beneficial for not only your mind, but body and soul as well. And then for journaling, I have been journaling every day and it's been so helpful for me. It's something that I feel like I didn't do for years and now suddenly I'm like journaling every day and I fucking love it. And there's so many different approaches in the way you could do this. Like I use the Skinny Confidential daily planner that says I need, it says I need a fucking minute on the front, which I just think is cute. It's like spiral and it's um, a one pager and it's just, it's beautiful. But um, 
she has it on her page. So you could actually like write out the prompts on a notepad if you didn't want to buy the planner. But you talk about like your skincare, three things you're grateful for, um, three intentions, what you have to do that day, what music you're listening to, what workout you're doing, what meditation you're doing. Like it, it creates like a total vibe and it's just kind of fun. So that's kind of a quick little journal, like daily planner that I do. But I also like to journal really quickly in just a random notebook of just like something that's on my mind, whether it's just like, wow, I woke up feeling like shit and I'm annoyed that I woke up late and da 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 da. Or if it's like really like journaling through something that I'm experiencing or an idea that I have or a vision that I had or something that happened that day, I've just been enjoying that. It's been really great for self-reflection. So I'm not doing that always every morning, like the longer journaling sessions, but the Skinny Confidential Planner I've been using every day to like kickstart the journaling. So I've been doing that every morning. And then for body, I love obviously working out. I'm starting to get into morning walks every day because I find that I haven't been doing it as much at night, especially with the colder weather. Now that the days are getting longer, that could change. So I'll have to play with my routine, but I love a walk. Nothing nothing better than a hawk or a walk in a podcast. My favorite. I love to work out. I do different types of workouts depending on what's going on because I'm a fitness instructor on the side as well. And so I've been teaching fitness classes. And so I do the workout while I teach. And so sometimes I'm hella sore and I'm not making it to my own workout. So maybe it'll be more replaced with like a walk and, you know, long stretch session, Theragun, yoga, or I really love Melissa Wood Health Pilates, the app. So I've been doing that from home on the days that I don't go to the gym or teach. So it's a bit of a mixture of like weightlifting, Pilates, and walking is kind of my holy trio. Um, but I think just getting some sort of movement in, it doesn't have to be strenuous. It doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be complicated. Getting up and just going for a walk, especially like even when the weather's shitty, you always feel better for doing it. It's more of the mental discipline of getting out of bed and going to do that. But man, a morning walk sets me on the right tone. I really fuck with it. And I also love to do like a cold shower. I go to a place here twice a week that's sauna and cold punch, but I also like to do cold showers. I find that the days that I do a cold shower in the morning versus the days that I don't drastically have a difference in the way that I function and have clarity and energy. So massive, massive game changer. And it doesn't take long. You can do two minutes and feel like you're fired up for the day. So if you want quick and efficient, all of this can be quick and efficient or it can be really long, whatever works for you. Something else that you can do for your body, I have been eating first thing in the morning, which is very different for me, but I had had to kind of go down this journey of learning about hormones and all of these things with getting off birth control and something that someone told me who's really an expert in nutrition and she's like you have to eat minimum 30 grams of protein within the 30 minutes of waking up it's going to set your hormones on such a good note in the first time like first top of the day and your mood will be better and you'll have less snacking and binging at night and you know you'll be able to ease more of the sugar cravings that can come up while you're situating your hormones and so many women don't get enough protein in the day to day so to start your day off that on that start can really be helpful 
So when I first started doing it, I was kind of in a weird, like it's only been about a week and a half since I've started this now, but the days that I eat first thing versus the days I don't, I have noticed a massive difference. So I'm prioritizing that now because, oh my goodness, I feel so different. I feel like eating more protein has helped me and my body so much. And I also really love to feel just like mentally stable. And I find that when I eat, it just obviously sets you up on a good note. I find that when I was intermittent fasting, I was more likely to be a little bit like focused on what time I could eat and feeling hungry and just getting crankier where I find that if I start my day with that, it's actually made the biggest difference. So I'm playing with that right now. I'm sure all of these routines can shift and ebb and flow depending on where you're at in your life, right? But right now, this has been serving me really well. And for your soul, meditation for me is like for the soul. I feel like I connect with my highest self and I'd say breathwork even feels that way as well. But I would also say journaling can also go into that category. Maybe it's being able to just connect with the, you know, larger power that you believe in. For me, it's the universe and like saying a quick notion, quick prayer, something that I'll share and give insight to of what I like always repeat in my mind that has really stuck true to for me and has always been like really grounding and guiding. It's from A Course in Miracles and this was repeated a lot in Melissa Wood Health's um, meditations. And so when I was doing them during COVID, I really enjoyed it. And then I started going down the path of like A Course in Miracles and all of that. So I really loved it. But it's kind of a mantra or prayer that has just really set me on the right note. Um, And so it, it goes like this. Where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? And I just fucking love it. I think it's so beautiful and it just helps me connect a lot deeper. So whether that resonates with you or not, I'll leave you with that. But it has been something that's been, I've been repeating for years and I always find a lot of guidance from it. So I would pick out some mind, body, soul, quick things, non-negotiables, like choose three things in total that are non-negotiables for you and then make habits out of them. It takes usually around 21 days, I think people say, to form a habit and start to carve out those routines out of intention rather than out of habit and see how your life shifts, see how you feel in the day-to-day, see how you are able to show up because how we move through this world is everything. And I'm finding that how I set up my morning is how I set up my life. And I'm really, really taking such accountability for how I want to feel in the day-to-day. And this has been something that I've had to now go, okay, time to shift this because it's not serving you. It's not serving you waking up and, you know, look at your phone. And obviously it also goes back to like the hormone stuff and all the things that I'm working through. So it is such a beautiful time to start to pivot to get intentional. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Let me know in my Instagram DMs if this was helpful and what kind of habits and routines you're implementing. And my Instagram handle is at the not so average betch. It's always linked in the show notes. I so appreciate you all listening and I will see you next week. Thank you again and have an amazing week, my friends. 